What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Um, I gave you some Robitussin. Ah, uh, I just had a shot. Uh-huh. And then... <laughs> I'm feeling wasted. <laughs> and then stuff started coming out. I remember at Interlock when people would be like, let's robo. Do you remember that? When no. people would be like... We're gonna robo, and I'd be like, "What?" What's and they'd that? be like, "They'd be like, it's where you just like drink a lot of robitussin." And I was like, "That would do." Are you serious? You oh, knew yeah. bad kids. Oh well, I was in the theater bad. department. I didn't. I was doing nothing. Well, I would think the theater and the dance department would both have been a little, you know, like. I never saw someone like smoke a cigarette at Interlock. Wow. Nothing. You never went in the woods and did puff puff pass. No 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 no. Oh. Wow, good for you. That makes sense, though. I mean, I'm I'm acting like I'm surprised as you're telling me this, and I'm totally on shock. Well, I just had robitussin. <laughs> you did. I Things just have I gave changed. you your first drug. Well, you also have that box of um... narcotics. Oh, honey. <laughs> Honey, mm. if things start getting any worse in this country, I'll just bring over my screeners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll just, you know, take those narcotics yeah. and laugh. We'll Have a half out. a perky. Just yes. Like, mm, melt into the bed. Absolutely. Just go, great. like, just show up at Balthazar and be like, I want a table. Be like, I'd like one omelet and water. Thank uh-huh. you. And I'm going to sit here happily. Yeah, and just stare at all the gilding. Yes. I live. I know, that's like the other life when I, like, buy a fur coat and just become a monster. How are you? Are um, you getting well? So, after I saw you... Yes. Um, I felt wor- much worse, actually. And then I was so bummed that I couldn't go to your You didn't second. come to I, the curated meal. No, but so much started to come out because of Ooh. the steroids. And it was too embarrassing. I wasn't going to, like, sit there while I, like, vomited chartreuse. Beautiful. As you said, yeah. So, um, and the steroids have made me... My hands are kind of itchy and red, which I guess yeah. can be a side effect, but... Um, Mine are beautiful. Well, always. <laughs> um, I mean, you're a hand model. Real, I like, did once hand model. I know, I know. We'll queen. put a picture on the yeah, Instagram. On the Instagram. Yeah. Also, you also did like that modeling thing where they colored in your eyebrows in that way. Oh, that was the that? Same, same photo shoot. Was that for Sweden? No, it was for a friend. It was for M Magazine, Le Monde. It was for Le Monde. Le Monde, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, okay? Je parle français. You really don't. Um, oh, what? Uh, uh, quoi? Uh, quoi? Quoi? <laughs> Salope blonde. <laughs> um, and, uh... Yeah, they cut all my hair off and they painted my eyebrows. Oh, so good. You looked really bizarre. They were like, he's not a model, but if we uh-uh. put enough stuff on him. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, you, bone structure. I mean, you're really like a skeleton with paper sure. mache. Thank you so much. Yeah. I mean, you're giving me a... Well, that's like Linda Evangelista. She's a full, just like... Uh, similar. You, sim- very yeah. similar. That's what people say. People are generally like, your Linda Evangelista. The best compliments on Facebook from, um, I posted my first headshot. Remember that one I showed yeah, you when you're like, I can't believe you used that as a headshot. And really? um, when I first showed you that, you were like, that's what you used as your headshot when you first came to New York. Oh. And I was like, yeah. Um, and it was so sweet because people, uh, some people were like, you look like Michelle Pfeiffer in Batman Returns. That's which nice. Which is oh, the biggest compliment I could have ever well, received. Well, when you post a picture of yourself from 20 years ago and people uh-huh. are like, you look beautiful. Yeah, isn't that nice? I mean, that's devastating. <laughs> Why? Because those days are gone. Oh, they're so <laughs> gone. Absolutely. They're gone. That's when we were the age of our guest. Uh, we're getting there. Yeah. We can't bring him on yet because we have to catch up a little more about oh, okay. our illness recovery We're journey. getting better. I feel 
Yesterday I had a good day, less coughing. Uh huh. Today there's a little coughing, but mm-hmm. it, the Robitussin is kicking in. Yeah. Um, Did you take some Robitussin before your party when you sat at that not table? Not at all. With and I, I barely, I didn't cough. It was great. Good. Good. Yeah. How was the party? It was great. It was so special. Oh my God, mm. it was bizarre. It was like, it was like nobody knew anybody except I knew everybody. Right. It was great. So, so it was, I'm going to go through the list. Um, Our friend Anthony threw, it was very just so you all know, adult. Anthony threw Reed a second birthday party. Anthony. I was too sick to go to. And it was like. I curated a group of people that was like, um, everyone, no one knew anyone, kind of. And then Anthony brought a few of his own, mm-hmm. mixed bag. Mm-hmm. So it was Tess and her husband, Scott, mm-hmm. fiancé, sorry, awkward. <laughs> um, I wonder if we'll get invited to their wedding. It's like, Jack, <laughs> I'm making the dress, but I'm actually probably going to be out of town. Um, well, when is it? Why haven't I gotten my invitation? No, I'm not going to tell you. Uh-huh. Um... <laughs> What am I talking about? Tess and Scott, <laughs> Tiffany Aubin, uh-huh. Mark Junick, mm-hmm. Sam Wilson, love with his boyfriend Trey Chatterton, who came later. Mm-hmm. Your boyfriend Jeremy, mm-hmm. um, Gregory Spears, one mm-hmm. of my favorite composers, and his boyfriend John, who does marketing at Lincoln Center, and is a huge fan of the podcast. Hey, John, I w- was amazing. He like he knows all the episodes. Aww. He had notes. It was great. Oh, wow, he had notes. He said he he loves when we talk about movies. Oh, but yeah. he also loves when we do in depth interviews with like Laura and Pam and uh. do like a real deep dive into dolls, uh. what have you. Oh, okay. And people love the whipped cream episode. I found that's a when, common denominator. When we were critical. Yeah. Huh. Because right. we really like when it went for a while. Oh. On yeah. one small topic. I get it. Okay. Um, and then uh, Anthony and myself, mm-hmm. Kirsten, did mm-hmm. I ever say that? Um, and then Orr and Julia mm-hmm. Eichden. Mm-hmm. I really hope I haven't left anyone out. That sounds so nice. I, I know almost all those people except Gregory Spears and his boyfriend. Mm hmm. And I don't think... I think I've met Sam Wilson's boyfriend once. Troy. Um, and... otherwise, I Troy has an Instagram you should follow. His name's Troy Chatterton. Mm-hmm. I doubt there's any other mm-hmm. people with it. Troy Chatterton. So you can find him on Instagram. And if you're a New Yorker and you feel blue or, like, sad about living in New York or have rage, follow his Instagram because what he does is he just takes pictures of things that you walk by every day. Mm-hmm. But he illumin- He makes you be- notice that they're beautiful. Oh. Yeah. What does he do? Is he a photographer? He works at a bookstore. Which bookstore? Three. Two, one, contact. No. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember that show? Three, two, one, contact. contact. Uh, yeah. I have a weird... Uh, it made me feel nauseous just thinking about my childhood. <laughs> um... But I actually watched that show. I don't know when anything that happened. On I don't. It. Even, I don't know what that show is about. But I do remember the opening credits. That was beautiful. I and I remember. I do remember what reading Rainbow was about. Lavar Burton. Which you know what I used to think the theme song was, and then Jen Harris laughed really hard one day while I was warming up and I was singing it because uh, I thought it was I can do anything. So what I thought it was was I can't do anything. Are you lying? Nope. Because I thought so kids dark. were singing about how they couldn't do anything and that's why they loved books because <laughs> they were able to have a fantasy life somewhere else. Oh and no. Jen Harris was like, no, queen, no, 
No. no. But, you know, it's dyed in the wool. Take a look. It's in a book. You're really stupid. (laughs) I didn't think they were stupid. I thought they were trapped. I didn't think these kids were stupid. I thought they were like, I can't do anything because I'm stuck in this podunk shithole town in the middle of nowhere and I want to get the fuck out. It was a state of mind for you. Well, yeah, because I, you know, as soon as I was out of the womb, I was like, get me out of here. I was in New York and I was like, I can do anything. Yeah, you were were here and you were like, "Um, I'm going to go to this boy high school and I have a body and I can do anything and bye. Um, Wait, I had something. I've got something to say. Oh, speaking of Overcoming if you're sad. Our last episode helped me get better too when I listened it was, to it. It was really something. I, I really was like, if someone's suicidal around the holidays, this is the ticket. This will help them not. People won't kill themselves if they listen to episode 27. <laughs> right. I, I feel like if you're like, I just can't do it. I'm just, I can't bear it. I feel that episode is has some real magic in it of... Of heart and humor, it was and really nice. just oh, those cookies well, were just so the sound good. Of you guys eating the cookies. Was, mm, oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Can I? Eat? Well, you know, it, this this show has turned a little ASMR-y, I have to say. Well, we did. We didn't talk about dance even one moment. Oh yeah, we really Not didn't. At all, but I I did see Trisha Brown last weekend. We could have talked about that. Uh huh. It was really nice. Yeah. I mean, I when is it not? It's always nice to like have a couple hours of Trisha Brown. Absolutely, once or twice a year. I'm a fan. So nice. Um, I saw the Mr. Gaga documentary. Oh, how was that? Oh God, it was kind of moving, and uh-huh. also like it re- it reaffirmed that like he's a person that like I don't want to know, mm-hmm. but I res I respect his work and and seeing clips of him dancing as a young young man mm-hmm. before he had had any training mm-hmm. were very moving because hmm. I was like oh it's not, it's totally what you are like you are the thing that you ended up making uh huh I mean you and me same. but some yeah. people through training etc kind of lose sight of what is natural in them ah I see and he's like 100% like an expression of his like natural movement body mm. he was an amazing dancer from like before he'd ever danced well, to which I say good for her good for her um yeah in terms of Trisha Brown I mean I love Trisha Brown I love I, I love Newark and I love 4MG I think those are are two of my favorite dance pieces. Have you seen Glacial Decoy? Yes. It's wonderful. You you know, I I don't I'm gonna kinda go out on a limb here. I don't know if I love those costumes. Oh I love them. Interesting. I love them. Have you seen mm. Set and Reset? Yes. It's love. Great. Love. Love, love, love. Have you seen the one where they climb up the wall? Mm, I've in like I no, I've seen photos of that in a gallery. Yeah, it's more that. Uh-huh. Because uh-huh, remember when Douglas Crimp did a thing on it. Anyhow, um, there's that kind of dance, and then there's dancers who can do anything. I'm sure Barton could do Trisha Brown. Barton could do anything. Barton can do anything, and and so now, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna and other wait, wait, we're wait. gonna bring wait yes. Oh no, we can. I'll talk about more with Barton. Okay, um, I'm happy to share. We're gonna Barton. bring in Barton Cowperthwaite, who Reed and I feel is like a. He's my skeleton twin. He's your skeleton Aval. twin. Uh huh. He's my like leading man. So it's yeah, and uh, it's as if but I, I but I do feel very sort of protective of right. him when I met him because I was like, wow, you're so kind. Oh. Um, 
He's magic. I, uh, it's so as nice. if I got cloned 12 years after I was born, mm-hmm. and then they, but they splice my genes with someone beautiful on the head, right? Mm-hmm. And who is, like, straight. Well, that, I mean... I mean, who who is, like, straight and beautiful. Barton is like, our first straight male guest, by <gasps> the way. Well, and you know, I think that's that makes sense, because he's... Not to out all of our previous guests, but... I mean, but if if you heard it, it's a real hey, girl, hey. Yeah. Barton's kindness and openness, as well as, you know, we'll get into how he was raised, but, um, I mean, he's just, he's a prince among men. Oh my gosh. I met Barton. The first time I saw Barton was We're going to talk about you, Barton, and then we'll bring you in, because this is really fun. And you can just enjoy it. Here's your Christmas gift. Yeah, this is a good gift. I was Lar several years after I left hey, this Lar, company, hope you're listening. asked you. me to be involved in this kind of like fairy tale story dance he was making. And he said to me, would you like to be the prince or the witch? Because it was a Sleeping Beauty tale. And I was like, uh, the witch. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> obviously. And then he played the music for me one day in a cafe and I was like, the prince. Hi. <laughs> uh, um, uh, and then... Because you were like... The, the witch music was like out of my wheelhouse. I got it. I was like, that's not, I'm not going to be able to contribute. I got it. So then I went to watch the audition where Lara was looking for dancers to be in this show because there was kind of no company at that time. Mm-hmm. So I went to the audition and I was looking at the people auditioning and I remember seeing Barton and I was like, I hope he doesn't hire that guy. Because I was like, I just don't want to be in the studio with that. It's like a little... Uh, it's like a shame spiral every day and yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. I don't need that right yeah. now in my life right right um, and it was really just about like that he was beautiful but he also had beautiful feet yeah. and I was like I and, can't and have she's clipped beyond I mean, and I was like I don't want people with better feet than uh-huh. me and this it's just like too I already had a lot of things insane. to deal with I was yeah. old there's back fat I don't want that you know I don't need a 20 year old with all that got it so here you girl then he got hired which <laughs> was not a shock uh-huh. And then um, Lar, after like a few days of rehearsal, decided that Barton was going to be being the witch with yeah. me. Right. And I was like, great. Uh-huh. It was like terrific. Uh-huh. So now we'll be side by side. Uh-huh. That's fun. Uh-huh. So then the interesting part of that was in the process, what that meant was that Barton and I were sitting on the side of the room a lot because he was working essentially with a group of dancers a lot who were dancing together. And then three of us, Makui and Barton and I, had a lot of time to chill out while we waited for to make entrances. Mm-hmm. And I remember one day I went and I was, I was sitting near Barton and he recapped what had happened the day before when Lar Lubavitch had, he decided he was going to play a section of the music for us that we had not heard yet and he was really excited. <laughs> and the, the way that Barton told the story to me, I, like it brought, it came, flew back into my mind and it was so funny <laughs> that I was like I cried Tears. of laughter for uh-huh. so long uh-huh. and then I was like he's smart I was like yeah. we're gonna be friends because yeah. like he also had the laugh yeah. and so we just laughed and laughed about this thing and then we like that was it then we just sat together all the time yeah. and then he became the favorite mm-hmm. and then we were in love yeah. and then, then, then what happened you met it and then, well, I came to see the show. You saw that show. And I remember show. Barton coming out and kicking his face. Like, immediately, like, doing a schwack to kick his face. And I was like, da fuck? Like, I'd also, the feet, I was like, what's, 
going on and stuff. And really nice pointy feet in a jazz shoe is like really intense. It's so hard. And I was, and so, so then, well, it's hard in it to make it look like that in a jazz shoe. No, jazz shoes make your feet look better. Um, I feel, I guess if they're like, if I feel feel like if they're really, really on, but I've also, I feel like sometimes people go maybe a little size up in a jazz shoe. So I'm kind of like, what's the crumple at the end queen? Were you wearing just a regular jazz Oxford? I think it was a split sole. Shiny Capizio jazz shoe. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And now he's at like everywhere across Capizio. Should you walk in that store? He's like on all the walls. Lloyd just posted a thing. So I go to see the show. He comes out, kicks his face. I'm like, what's happening? And then. After the show, I was like, Reed, what is that? Like, so you think you can dance person? Yeah. And Reed was like, he says, so you think you can dance person? Like, he's, <laughs> he could do, like, he could do any kind of dance ever. And then I was like, oh, okay. And then I met Bart, and I was like, hey, what's up? And then you and I did uh, that gallery showing of Nightlight, Bright mm-hmm. Light. And Barton came to, like, that small gallery in, in Soho. And he was like, that was so cool. And I want to work with you. And I was like, you do? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And then and then he came to see Nightlight Bright Light. And he was like, I'm really serious. I want to work with you. And he sent me a video of him dancing. And he sent me like a movie shot somewhere. And really? I was like... And at this, you were so proactive. And oh at God, this time, I'm I was proactive. also becoming friends with Parker. And she and I were talking about, you know, we were going to make that... Which we made that, um... What did we make? We made that app. God, I've never talked about oh that. We made that app. really came and went. But I was like, look at this guy. He's so talented. He's so nice. He And he's straight and so open. Like, it's... He's really not... He hasn't been caught in some sort of heteronormative placement of self and he's very fearless that he would want to work. I felt it was very fearless to ask to want to work with me who makes mm-hmm. queer boundary pushing work and so then I was like <laughs> um, <laughs> queer boundary I was like uh, in my mind I was like queer rape on stage <laughs> there's well I I haven't done that kind of work since I was in my 20s it's been but a while. you know there was there certainly was the the more brutal the brutalist um, material but he hadn't seen that and and I wasn't gonna be making that kind of piece and so then I was like all right well why don't we have studio time and that watching you two in studio because you came oh, and I had you two play around like literally this is in this is in like January 2016 oh, no. I feel like or 15 yeah. and you guys it was when like you had those high heels yeah. and we were oh, up in the we attic were, at Abrams I know, Abrams, the, I know the picture and mm-hmm. you guys played around in the studio some and I just had you I made up a, a phrase really quickly for you two and your skeletal systems next to each other was amazing it's pretty and magical. also working you I would be like okay it's this this and this and Barton was like I got it like oh, right yeah. away, like never I never had to repeat anything I'm like can you teach me now and this then I was like okay we're gonna make we're gonna we're gonna make this show and then we made that we made I want you to want me and he was so open and supportive through that entire process and uh, and a, a, a total a, just a total prince and I completely oh and I also I had him guest in Mo Mame I had him being an audience plan I had him be Mo the Mame. audience plan in Mo Mame before oh, that like, at realness and his acting was so incredible because I was we had three rehearsals and I was like you have to act like you're surprised and he really did he really did and people were people shocked know. it was so incredible 
And I can't believe people had not seen that dance. Hadn't it, seen Mama May. And it happened. Yeah, but I only, you know, it happened a couple of times, but, you know, years before. Right. And I don't, and, you know, and that was with Well, Dave. you cut me from it, so it became a different dance. <laughs> I did, and I added a lot of material to it. It also changed. It's a very different piece from, from then. And, um, and the thing that I really recall, too, and I want you to want me, was how kind he was through the whole thing, and so supportive every step of the way, mm. and never complained He's once. good to have in the room. Yeah, amazing. I enjoy a being real, in the room with you two. A real, a real prince among sure. men. And now you're here. I'm here. I'm doing the podcast. And now you're on the podcast. Welcome, Barton. I'm so happy. You're, you are our wish of what all straight white men could be. <laughs> you're our holiday wish. This is yeah. the holiday wish well, episode. Well, it's the New Year's wish. This is yes. the episode that's going to come out right before New Year's. And that's my New gift. Year's wish would be that all straight white men would be like Barton. Well, maybe 2018 will, you know, release that into the world a little bit. But um, your when is your birthday? My birthday is July tenth. Send gifts to <laughs> one hundred and nine. No. To a charity. Um, Donate to a charity. Exactly. Oh, that's see? exact. And that like, never popped into it my brain. Came right out of it Ever. came right out of his so mouth. Quickly, my God. So amazing. Just true, true prince. Well, you guys put me on the pedestal. I got to deliver, right? Um, where are you well, from, Barton? I'm from Denver, Colorado. Is that where you born and raised? Born and raised in Denver. When was the first time you left? The first time I left Denver... Did you guys take for, vacations? Uh, we did. My family took vacations. We went to Cancun, Mexico. That makes sense. Pretty much yeah. every summer. Yeah. 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 We had a, my, my dad and mom had a timeshare. Yeah. Um, you guys know how to party. We do know how to party. You're a party family. Yeah, well, that comes from my mom's side. My uh, dad's side, uh, they're, they're a little more uh, hoity-toity. When I first saw you and like your aunt and your mom and the way that you guys... like can party together or like sell be celebratory i was like that's unusual i've never i would agree it with is. that yeah, really like that. well they have joy they're friends yeah well if it, but not in a way that feels creepy and boundaryless i have to say because i've definitely also seen parents who are like you're my best friend and you're like what there's it still feels you know like these are dynamics of family mm -hmm. it's not it doesn't all feel like we're all the same age right you know and there's also i something else that i saw when we were rehearsing was how much you were there for your nephews mm. with your aunt i mean you really stepped in in this big way while you were here in new york but anyhow back to you were in colorado in denver colorado in denver when did your and your parents split? my parents divorced when i was 13 and oh how was God, that for you it was it was complicated i mean i i I remember being very saddened when they shared the news, but in, in retrospect, as an adult now, looking back on it, I, I just, I, I really feel lucky with how they handled everything. Uh, they, they really prioritized n myself and my younger brothers mm -hmm. and, and never argued in front of us loudly. Um, there was, I mean, they, they always treated each other with respect around the kids and so we kind of I think got a pretty smooth transition through it all How and many brothers do you have? I have two younger brothers and you... now I have two younger stepsisters as well Whoa. what do you, do you have your dad's face I think I like I think my middle brother is more my dad and my youngest brother is more my mom and I'm kind of the Are the real the blend mix. yeah does your dad have a kind of like Eurasian eye <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> I mean you see what I, I mean 
What? He has that, Are you like, Asian? He has that sort of I like. I feel like I look narrow eye with a very little upper eyelid. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I think I think uh, I kind of dad don't would be a skeleton that, twin with us for really? sure. Yes, I definitely have like my dad's like yes. big rib cage, big ribs, long high legs. hips. Yes, yeah. high hips, very high hips, mm-hmm. high hip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Wait, enough Patrick, about your you have Eurasian these... eyes. <laughs> oh my God, so you have so parents split. Uh, where when the I was sisters from? Thirteen. Um, so my father started dating soon after the divorce. My parents slept in separate bedrooms for a long time, and so... They were in the same house. Uh, in the same house, and they slept in separate bedrooms for, I think, over five years. What? So they really what? worked hard. What? Yeah. They were trying to they be They really the worked hard. I remember um, my, my mom... They held on. Yeah, they, they worked really, they really hard to, to keep a home mm-hmm. for my younger brothers and I. And um, Did, Were you like, I hope they get back together? And that was kind of a thought. Did you try to do a parent trap? But my mom moved. My mom imagine. moved about thirty minutes outside of Denver uh, after divorce, and the schedule was crazy. We had Monday, Tuesday with moms, Wednesday, Thursday at dads, and then we alternated weekends. Wow! So that was kind of crazy. Oh it was God. exhausting, <clears throat> and it was right as I went into high school that this all happened. Um, right. And dad met. Brenda, my lovely stepmom. Um, I like that name. A couple wow, months. and also, you know, it's always nice to hear someone be like, my lovely stepmom. I know, right? It's totally not the against huge. the grain. No. Not the huge. Yeah. And at first, like if, my... at first, that's not how we perceived her. Especially right. my my middle brother, Joey, had a really hard time with her and um, her daughters because they were in the same grade. Uh, her youngest oh. daughter, Belle, who now lives in New York and is a theater major at New School for the Arts. Um <gasps> And is, yep, we are still very close, which is great. Uh, there goes a baker with her. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, <coughs> and Brenda ended up just becoming a, a wonderful part of the family. My dad and her worked very, very hard to um, have myself and my younger brothers get along with the step siblings. I think it's a, after your parents kind of split, you grow up really quickly. And like yeah. I had a single mom with three kids. And, and you were the oldest? She, I was, I'm I'm the eldest. Yeah. Um, she tried to support the three of us with a new home uh, with her quilting business in the bush economy. Uh, <laughs> wow. Wait, um, what's a quilting business? A uh, quilt a la la. Her name is Laura. So <gasps> quilts a la la. Quilts a la la. Yes, and so she would commission textiles essentially. So she would do quilts. She would do. She did this series where she, she was making them by hand at so, home. Yes. Alone. Uh huh. Read. It doesn't sound lucrative. So it wasn't it lucrative. Does not sound it wasn't lucrative. lucrative. So she went to real estate school. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And. Was there no alimony? <clears throat> there was, but uh-huh. not a lot, I don't right. think. I, I, they they did a very good job at kind of keeping us I mean, in the dark about all that. Quilts a la la. Quilts right. a la la. That's so a moneymaker. <laughs> mom went to real estate school. Dad. Uh, dad worked really hard always and, and, and started seeing Brenda again. And I just. As an adult now, looking back, I've, I've really been able to see my parents grow up. Because mm. I think they, in their relationship, ha- had a, a lot of parts of them that weren't being nurtured in the ways that they needed. And that maybe wasn't necessarily their fault or the relationship's fault. It was just kind of how things ended up. Like, they fell into a routine early. And um, How old were they when they had you? Oh, they were... My mom was in her early 30s. Oh. Yeah, they're That's very like expecting. you were expecting. They were like pretty progressive liberal couple. She was in her late teens, right? No, they're a pretty progressive liberal couple. Yeah, my 
my dad's an architect. My mom uh, went to school for arts management. Um, they met in Chicago. Mom's born in Kansas. Dad's born in Denver. My dad's side of the family goes back like over a hundred years. That's where Cowperthwaite comes Cowperthwaite. from. Cowperthwaite. I'm yeah, learning yeah, about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We part of the uh, podcast. We can like spend years with people and be like, no, nothing, because we just spend true. rehearsals just having a full kiki. Uh, like, where people just kikis? where people come in and we're just like farting for all those years. Well, we would talk about like shows we saw, you know, that we didn't like, and you That's know, true. we would talk about like modeling gigs he was having, and then he started dating Lauren, and we we're like, how's it going? And then we would talk about you know all sorts of stuff that was just. You guys would also talk about lots of things in the dance world, and I would just smile and nod. Oh, oh yeah. And learn. Um, learning. Hopefully. Or I'll just call it learning. But now <laughs> we're going to learn about you, who we love so much, and we're finding out all this stuff yeah. about this. I mean, I did know that your mother, because I remember asking you when I, when I met you, we had a lunch or something, and I was like, how the fuck did you get like this? And I was partly like, well, you're straight and beautiful, so there's that. Like, it's... When were you bullied? I mean, I was bullied a little bit in middle school. I went mm-hmm. to a private middle school, the same mm-hmm. middle school as my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, Why? Because you were, like, taking a dance class? Because I was taking sure. a dance class, yeah. And yeah. a lot of the boys were playing with... I mean, I played a lot of sports before I got into dance, like soccer, well, baseball, lacrosse, really tennis. I skied for a really long time, grew up in Colorado, yeah. obviously. Uh, and I started taking dance classes because my little brother took a hip-hop class because he had a crush on a girl in his class, and she was taking hip-hop. I took hip-hop... And then I won my sixth grade talent show yeah, because I could do the worm. <laughs> and I got a standing ovation. I was like, if I could win three free pizza days because I can do the worm, I can do anything. Bart, <laughs> he can do backflips and stuff. Oh, absolutely. I... Like, he, he does that fierce 540 in I Want You to Want Me. Oh, Remember? Yeah. And then he goes, I watch this. I couldn't do that then. <laughs> you couldn't do I that then. A 540. Tricks, except for the worm. Oh, oh, in sixth grade. grade. The worm yeah. was the doorway into dance. Yeah. The worm was your ticket. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> My ticket to ride. Yeah. Then I started taking hip hop and then tap and jazz and then uh, ballet shortly before I auditioned for Denver School of the Arts, Arts High School. What um, ballet? Just like ra- like mall, random, mall ballet? Like, yeah. And then after I got into Arts High School, I went to the Academy of Colorado Ballet. Uh-huh. Uh, and they had a competition program associated with their pre-professional ballet school. So I would take Vaganova yeah, with very the pre-professional, Russian, yeah, yeah. very uh-huh. Russian, uh, with the pre-professional students. And then I would also take lyrical uh-huh. and jazz. And my, my jazz teacher, Brian Young, was really my mentor um, through my upbringing. And he he really is is the early reason of why I am... The dancer that I am today. Thank you, Brian Young. Yes, when thank when you, you Brian. started to, were they were they like um, those feet? He, your he feet was the were one. There he, right like away. he he saw it because um, I, I was at the studio and like taking hip hop classes and mm-hmm. stuff. And then they were like, boys should be doing more than just hip hop. Like, get into companies so you can go to the competitions and like. Right. So you should branch out and do other styles. And then once I started taking jazz, Brian was my jazz teacher, and he he spotted something in me before anybody else was and he kind to you so he was he was kind but like but had, had like he was a friend but also there was that authority that kind of graceful authority that like mm. what he was able to be compassionate and and we were able to have a friendship but also like he was someone that i knew i had to listen to uh at the important times that's wow, and, graceful? and that graceful what <laughs> graceful authority wow 
That's... I couldn't remember what you said, but I knew it was good. <laughs> it was, well, it was really, well, I'll see what, because I was thinking about, because it was, I briefly thought about David Hallberg's teacher, who was so relentless on Mr. him. Mr. Han. And how that made that, and I was wondering if Barton's teacher, I just had a feeling that Barton's teacher wasn't severe and uncomplimenting. I feel like he complimented he, you at the right times. At the right times. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he definitely wasn't overly praised he, he didn't praise no, you can't. Uh, beyond. Yeah. yeah he he, he really, you get, you and his working. work ethic was something that like I wanted to model my life after because I saw his dancing and I was enamored mm-hmm. and he was a Giordano jazz dancer. And, and so I went to college thinking I was going to be a jazz dancer. So I, uh, I did and four years. Honey, let me tell you what you could be when I do <laughs> well, my full I mean, jazz show. The world of jazz dance. <laughs> Is that limiting? I mean, like, what do you do? Fosse. The show. Awesome. Yeah, Chicago. There's at least a dozen jobs for jazz. I, I, like, there's actually so many. Jazz really? is oh, jazz is a big deal. I guess it gets jazz you is into very like Broadway. Broadway. Jazz yeah. is yeah. exactly Broadway. And like, like Chicago, like the city of Chicago. Like right. there were a lot yeah. of jazz companies in Chicago. That's Absolutely, true. it's mm-hmm. it's also because jazz. If you were to think about kind of a more of an American dance form, that would be ours. Mm-hmm. You know, that's in terms of earlier dance forms. Like we're not. It's not like America was like high ballet. But no. jazz, tap, you know, modern which then dance. is going to go dance. modern, t- eventually, sure. But jazz, dance, hip hop. I'm talking about things that are kind of more in the, a larger expanse of this country. Read Modern dance is niche, period. Is yes, Queen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Modern dance is, it's a niche thing. Okay. I gotta say. Like if, if it's not what you're, now it's become incorporated into music videos. A little. You know, sure. Like. The kind oh, of Ryan Huffington, really Matt's great act Martha thing. Graham reference in the live uh, Beauty and the Beast. What? Cool. What? Yes, you I didn't haven't. See it? I didn't watch that in movie. In Be Our yet. Guest. Um, Be Our Guest. In Be Our Guest. They do a bunch of contractions. He has the lamentation moment. That's true. It's so good. Really? Ewan McGregor, Jack. I watched it yesterday. You know what? Ewan McGregor, even as a candlestick. Watch it. Come for me. <laughs> Wait for that cabbage. Uh, till Gaston stomps on that cabbage. I saw the cabbage stomp? because I listened to the episode really the day before. You really were like, the cabbage stomp, the cabbage stomp. <laughs> it's a shot. Yes, I, I gotta watch that cabbage stomp. <laughs> it was very stomp. funny. Um, okay, He's so. He's a star. Who? Luke, Luke Handsome Face. Okay. I don't know. I, whatever. Um, Guess not. Those cabbages. Well, they're the stars <laughs> of the movie. They're the stars I mean. Oh my god. What did I watch again yesterday? Sunset Boulevard, which is very my relationship with you. You have to watch Call Me By Your Name so we can talk about it. Oh, I will. I just really, I was so, I was still, you know, still feeling pretty sick and out of it yesterday. So I wanted to watch Sunset Boulevard, which by the way, people, if you have not seen Sunset Boulevard, you have made a giant mistake in your life. I've made a mistake. Barton, you have to watch it because. I feel I've seen the beginning 10 minutes and I was like, this is absurd. I remember like a monkey in a staircase and I was like, I'm dead. Oh. Girl, you're going to die. It's so good. Partner, I'm going to have to show you some of it because it's it's ba- it's so much of what I modeled I Want You to Want Me on. It's about an ancient Hollywood actress and this young screenwriter who accidentally comes into her house and then she basically traps him there because she falls in love with him. Oh, that's And perfect. I was like, that's I, your yeah. role against like the creepy that's old... That's your relationship. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, exactly. I, I, trapped. I sent it to... I sent a clip of it to Joshua Lubin Levy, who's my dramaturg, because there's this part... Yeah, there's this part <laughs> where I get set... She, um, she moves him 
into her house while he's sleeping. She just has her assistant go and get all of his stuff from his apartment and move it into her house. And he's like, what have you done? I'm not moving in here. And he goes, this isn't part of the deal. I'm here to help you on your script. And she just goes, you'll like it here. And I was like, (laughs) and I sent that clip to Josh and I said, the dramaturg's dilemma. Does he put up a fuss beyond that? He gets trapped. You'll see. Interesting. It's, It's kind of... It's so good. I remember seeing this movie as a when child. When helping out turns into forever. When what? When helping out turns into forever. When helping out turns into forever. It's just like, be careful about helping people. That's a New Year's resolution. That's a New Year's resolution. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's going to be the New Year's resolution. I will say that when I get sick, it always comes from when I pushed myself too much in terms of showing up mm. for two. Uh, I got this illness right when... I when it was like clocking in hours at bar that were going to like eleven p.m. Like it was. Let's go back to Barton. Bar, back to Barton. Okay. Back to Barton. Back to Barton. So then you were with Jazz a la la. Jazz. Oh, your mom's doing the quilting thing. Mom's she's helping. Jazz. She's so helping mom, pay for this mom, stuff. Mom, I thankfully I was on like scholarship for most of my dancing, which helped out tremendously. Um, and all of your mom's friends were gay. Mom, all, all of my mom. <laughs> My, I I'm, my middle name is I'm, I'm named after a gay guy so I'm Barton Randall Cowperthwaite and <laughs> Randy you, Walk who now Thank lives you. in LA is was my mom's like gay best friend when I was born and so um, it's in my name and she and has always been DNA. someone it's kind of because I said to Barton I was like because he just knew all these things that were kind of Bizarre. I mean, it made sense because he was in the dance world and they were, of course, surrounded by, like, queens. And I mean, women. like, rimming. No. They can't read. No. Oh. When you say things like that around Barton, I get that's when I'm like, quiet. <laughs> but he knows. I know, but, you know. And, um, uh, and he was like, I just grew up around all these gay guys. Because I was like, you're such a queen. And he was like, well, I grew up around all these Oh, yeah, gay my guys. babysitter was gay also. Scott, oh. my gay babysitter, Scott. He would paint our toenails. Your babysitter? My babysitter. I had a wow. gay babysitter for a long time. He would paint your toenails? Yeah. And he'd be like, hey, queen, would he say things like yeah. that? Oh, my God. In? He would paint our toenails, and we would watch Golden Girls. What? <laughs> Even, so I haven't seen Golden Girls. Uh, it's so you're, good. It's great. You haven't seen Golden Girls? <laughs> yeah. I never watched it. A healthy love of Betty White is just an important aspect Jackie, of maybe every human. Golden Girls. I look. I watched Dynasty, and other people watched Golden you Girls. You might not like Golden Girls, and that's the difference. But you, know? you might love it. I might totally love it. I, th- I mean, Dynasty you're a real was Blanche Devereaux. Dynasty. I am not. Dynasty was filled. I'm Alexis Colby. <laughs> really I, see, I, see, I see. Dynasty was filled with queer content. Alexis, ha- like, had this. You know, Alexis and Blake had this gay son. Alexis, you know, she was like a gay man. Did you see that there's a new dynasty? They're revamping? I can't bear it. You it can't it. possibly be as good as that. The thing about the original dynasty, it is, it's long format. It's basically, it feels like the origin of slow TV. Mm. There's no, it's very little editing. It feels like the longest episodes with the most hysterical drama. It's incredible. It's, it's the crown before the crown. Ah. I'm definitely Princess Margaret. Hello. You're watching. Oh, I fi- we okay. finished it. Oh, it's season two? Oh, yeah, I did it. Oh, I'm not done yet. Don't tell me. Oh, well, I'm Princess Margaret. Bye. Yeah. Like, to the The scene the when, when, when <laughs> Miss Thing is taking her picture, oh. and she, like, does the face, and then she lets it go, and then she does the face, and she lets it go. Oh, girl, so, just, she's so oh, bored. Oh, girl, just wait till you see her ash into a plant. 
Oh, honey. Ugh. You're, it's a real, like, it's, it's me. Her all the way. life is real sad. Anyway, Barton. Anyhow, Barton. Well, but it, this is the conversation. That's true. We're, it's we're organic. All, it's organic. Wait, it's kind of like we're all on. Well, so, my mom. So, you're on work scholarships. Your mom has all these gay yeah, friends. Wait, your she, gay babysitter, would, would he say, yeah. like, queen and stuff? Would he what? Would he say queen and stuff? No, like, I feel like it was, it was, this was like in the late 90s. It was like, before that. it wasn't like, yeah, he couldn't shout queen at us all the time. But Reed's in the bathroom, door open so he can like shout from there. Hey, Reed. Um, um, but my mom went to real estate school and she made it all the way through real estate school with, uh, a good amount of help from a lot of her gay friends and her female That's friends so who were fantastic sweet. and um community community a huge community and my mom has always been that kind of person who who is, is a people person and like she doesn't love the word networking but is is someone who is really good at connecting with people on like a genuine level and i just got to see my mom work really really hard to then create her real estate business which is helping artists uh find financial security through real estate. So she helps artists find live workspace. She also helps them buy, fix, and flip homes to then have uh, passive income to then be able to invest into their art forms. That's amazing. Um, Is she going to move to New York? uh, No, no, no. She loves Denver. Um, And and has just found like... Could she she help me? Well, so she's been through a number of different branding, uh, branding... Types now, and she's she's found one called Live Work Denver, and Live Work is now a brand that she can use with a number of different cities. So she could do Live Work New York or Live Work Atlanta or Live Work LA. Um, but she, yeah, I, I really have developed like a, a profound respect and awe for my for my mother and how hard she worked when my brothers and I were in high school, which is such like a tumultuous age for three young gu- three young men being like yeah, to man. be raised did you um, hear what his mom does yes it's yeah. so it's 10 feet away it's <laughs> so crazy She's that, i people. didn't know that part yeah and my dad was always such a rock and my parents weren't necessarily like disciplinarians like i would make plenty of mistakes and break rules and sneak out and do all the things that high schoolers do um and you really know the worst i ever got was like a weekend of grounding Mm. And that was for like breaking a window and barfing all over my bedroom. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you were doing a real normal uh, high school yes. boy, and they were very—you uh, know—I'm sure it wasn't easy, but they made it look easy. Oh, oh god! When did and so when did you come to New York? I moved to New York, so I went to college right. at University of Arizona uh-huh. um, from 2010 to 2013. Uh-huh. I graduated a year early, and then I joined Bad Boys of Dance. Oh fuck, that's right! Yes. I remember that. At what age did your mom start like offering you wine at dinner? Oh, that <laughs> actually like we we that didn't happen until like out of like until I moved out. Oh, interesting. Yeah, we were like she would give us like a glass of champagne on Christmas. Mm-hmm. All parents did that. I know. I had that as a child. My mm-hmm. mom likes to offer me champagne still on Christmas. Uh, she so she can does offer her. you a joint. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> um, Same with my mom. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, except you don't scream at your mom with as Reba. And her. joints are legal in Colorado. Ugh, fierce. Is Colorado is that assisted suicide legal there? I can't remember. No, that's Oregon. Um, it was that's recently Oregon. voted on though, mm. and I remember having a long conversation. I want to visit Denver. It. 
It's when I want to do this, it's do this. <laughs> I love it. I think um, Denver struggles with air pollution because they're trapped in between all these mountains. Back to Dynasty. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Dun, da, dun, 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 dun. Takes place in Denver, Colorado. No. Yes, Queen. Dynasty. Dynasty. Really? It depresses me you haven't seen that show, and yet I also understand. In you my mind, Dynasty it. would have had to have been in some, like, Los Angeles. No. It's oil money in Denver, Colorado. But then there was Dallas. Um, that's oil money in Texas. Is it the same show? No, there are two separate ones. Okay. My mom didn't like Dallas because she didn't like southern accents. Do you know if a French person says Dallas, it sounds like deadass? Oh, wow. <laughs> deadass. No, no deadass. Deadass. Oh, deadass. Like Jeanne Deadass. Yes. Jeanne Deadass. <laughs> um, I haven't been to Dallas. I've been to Houston, though. And there's that craziest statue in Houston of, I think it's a statue of Bush. Yes. It's this, because you go into... Which Bush? Um... An azalea. Um, I don't remember. It's ooh, Bush. It's hinge. President Bush. But he has a coat over his shoulder, and it's the most mincing, prancing, like, look of a president. He just looks like a huge queen Yay. prancing through it's the, the Elder Bush. Bush. The Elder Bush, Bush Airport. Elder Bush. I don't know which Bush, Bush it is. Mm, one husband. of those garbage people. So, um... I moved to New York in 2014. April of 2014. And I met... You How long did we do Black after. Rose after that? So Black Rose, I believe, started you in to... August of 2014. But you moved here because of Bad Boys? I moved here because I did Bad Boys, and then my uncle, Steve Davis, uh, right. who recently passed away uh, in January of last year, he my is... My condolences again. Thank you. Uh, he is an assistant director, was an assistant director, and my aunt Buffy, who helped love baby, Aunt Buffy, who helped babysit me when I was very young, when I was a aunt Buffy is young lad. so major. Buffy's no joke. Buffy. She Buffy came up to is... me after a show that I like was credited as the designer, and she was like, "Oh, I liked some of it, but not that." And, <gasps> oh, and I yeah, was like, and I was like, criticism. well, and it was incredible because I hadn't done the thing that she was upset about. Uh huh. And so I was like, I felt really vindicated. That's Buffy. amazing. And did yeah. you say I didn't make that part? Absolutely. What did she say? She was like, well, thank God. That's so good. Yeah. She's I, a very honest critic. I to your face. love. She doesn't hide behind a newspaper. And Buffy came to say, I want you to want me. She's like, I love that show so much. She's like, you're so fierce. And then she was like, however. No, no. And my sister was at the show too. Can I tell this story? Yeah, sure. And she was like, and your sister's hot. And I was like, work. I was like, you are immediately one of my favorite people. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's she's so really major. Steve was working on Flesh and Bone. The Star series. He was Heard of it. assistant in oh, Flesh and Bone. One of my so most hilarious editions of my life. Oh I my was God. in Dusseldorf, Germany, and got an email from Steve, like, come to New York, I can get you an audition for the show. Right. Um and I like I was waiting on an answer from Stuttgart Ballet. I almost moved to Germany, I'm but then so I moved that didn't to New York instead to audition for Flesh and Bone. Thank God. Um, and I was originally just going to visit for about two weeks, but I auditioned. The show had already been cast, right? So I auditioned with Matt Powell, and then he was like, "I can get you into classes with the company because they had company classes was for he the, the cast assistant of the show for yeah, yes for Ethan." Ethan. Uh huh. So. I stayed in New York and took class with the cast of Flesh and Blood, which means I would wake up at like 6 a.m. to come to Queens to I take like 8 a.m. class with the, with the cast. 
But I had free class, which was a total gift. So wait, were you the only person taking that class who wasn't in the show? Definitely. So you met Carling. Oh yeah, that's where I met Carling. Carling, who then went on to who be then in our we show. Did the show I, I want Future you to guest. Guest. That's the how show. I knew her she, before. I can't wait for her to be on. Mm-hmm. But, well, and it was because of Conrad Wolf, who, which is how Carling ended up happening. Mm-hmm. Conrad Wolf, the casting agent, who was mm-hmm. like, you've got to find a, a role for this biddy in one of your pieces. And we met her at the premiere of Flesh and Bone in New we York. Did. When I met oh, Carling, it was, I was an extra on Flesh and Bone. I was uh-huh. only an extra in episode uh-huh. one. And I met her Can as an extra. Yeah, for like half a second. Reed and I went to the premiere... Mm-mm. I don't remember either. Anyway. But I met her, and it was at craft services. We were getting a meal, and I like saw all the dancers uh-huh. sitting, and um, this was before I had taken class with any of them. Uh-huh. And I had I introduced myself, and I was like, oh, I'm a dancer. Like I might be coming to take class with you guys. My uncle is assistant directing, and I was like, so how are you guys liking the show? And Carling was like, I just want to be a meme. She was like, I um, just want to be like, I just, oh, like, like, like I just want to yeah. be a meme. She's like, if I get anything from this show, it's to be like a bitchy meme. Uh huh. She's like, I want to be yes. a five second chip. And I was yeah. like, she's uh-huh. cool. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's cool. cool. So if you were the only person who wasn't in the show, I bet they all fell in love with you right away because you were like safe meat. I was safe meat. And you weren't nice like to be around and, and straight meat. Straight meat. Hi. Rare. Yeah. Rare. Definitely. You know. Medium rare. So Medium I rare. Did, I did that, and then uh, it was a gift to have free classes in the city, and then I did this weird, uh, not weird, I did this gig with Lindsay Nelko, who was a, it was a break off of the Capizio Ace Awards, but a bunch of people from like Complexions and Cedar Lake and a bunch of freelance dancers and um, got cast in this. So I met a bunch of people, which was fantastic, and I got to take classes at Cedar Lake for free so hashtag free classes for the win getting into New York Uh, you've had a lot of free classes actually thank goodness but that was the Chiquetti training that came later that was serious that was that was you came uh, with your exhaustion amazing (laughs) because you were doing that when you were making your show and I was like what yeah that was and it but it gave you oh it changed my life foundation oh yeah that was crazy Mm -hmm. yeah and he lived in Beacon. He lived in Beacon. He lives in Beacon. I mean, so he's still alive. So this was summer of 2015. Right. Uh, I remember when you were starting that. Yep, yeah, because the movie happened right after that. And I spent from about... We'd already done Black mid- Rose. Yeah. We had already done Black Rose. We had suddenly, gone on tour in June to... Um, we went on tour? Chicago. The college uh, upstate. We, uh, we performed at SPAC. It's gone. No, it's not. Really? From my head? And then it was like... Wait, I you went on tour upstate, you don't remember? It's okay. I, I, you know what? I popped in. Because mm. they did a residency at Skidmore. Was Skidmore and I was school, not so. involved because mm. I was just doing Black Rose and not the other repertoire. Got it. So yeah. then I showed up at the last minute, did got my it. part. Got it. Went and on a little SPAC tour. And Cat's mm. Band. And yeah. then when I got back, uh, I was rehearsing with Pontus a little bit at the time in between gigs. And... Then this man, Ken Ludden, who's the artistic director of the Margot Fontaine Academy of Ballet, he, uh, uh, he, he met Margot Fontaine when he was, I think, 18 or 19. And, uh, can you imagine? She's like, or maybe it was 15 or 16, but yeah, Margot Fontaine. She took him under her wing as a young dancer and she was advanced in her career at that point. I think she was in her 40s. Sunset Boulevard. Not she danced until she was like 60. 63. I'm say she it was again. the principal until Sunset she was Boulevard. If you haven't seen it, it's yeah, a documentary. So Ken's okay. Sunset Boulevard was with Margot Fontaine. And uh-huh. Margot Fontaine's mother, BQ, 
Um, her name was B. Her name was BQ, but that was her nickname. Uh, BQ, which stands for Black Queen. <gasps> oh, work. Because she was a thorny woman. Work. Yeah, if you weren't like adored. Her, her. nickname was <coughs> Black it was BQ. Queen. BQ. BQ. I, I could be wrong on that, but I think I'm right. It was definitely right. BQ. That's um, fierce. Yeah, so Ken grew Mine's up in then... IQ. Oh, Ice yeah. Queen. Ice no. Queen. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Ice Queen. Uh, Ken, like, stayed with Margot's mom for a long time and, and, and developed a really close relationship with her family. And then Ken and Margot would take class from Margaret Krask uh, here in New York. And that was kind of a derivative of the Chiquetti technique. And so later in Ken and Margot's life, they spent a great deal of time kind of codifying their own derivative of a Chiquetti technique right. hmm. um, to be taught at the Margot Fontaine Academy of Ballet. And uh, before Margot passed away, she gave Ken exclusive rights to use her name with his ballet school. Right. So I spent from July to October commuting five or six days a week. How did you even... How did he see you or how did you know about him? Uh, or? Through um, a fellow dancer at Bad Boys. He knew my friend James Boyd. Um, and James had recommended me. And so I got in touch with him. And my knee was giving me a little bit of trouble at the time. And Ken was like, I can fix it by giving you more class. And I was like, that doesn't seem possible. But he was like, you just need to be taking class the right way. And so yeah. I... Went up to see him once and took class in this room no bigger than this. By yourself? It was this side, by myself. Like, the floors were warped. It was this, like, sticky yoga studio. We had to install a bar, like, a couple weeks after I started taking. Like, um, <laughs> but I was commuting... Sunset Boulevard. I was commuting maybe five hours a day. Like, two and a half hours up, two and a half hours down. What? Five days a week. How long? And how long would you guys train? It, it was like a three-hour, four-hour session, usually. What? Oh that was a private. It was a private. What? For free. Um, I... The train, like the Metro North, was you know four hundred bucks a month, and Ugh. but he really he charged me two hundred and fifty dollars a month. Like he really was a godsend because I didn't have work at the time, and I, Lara was kind enough to make some grant money available to me after our f- initial Beautiful. Black Rose run. And you just when like believe you like believed that Ken was gonna. That he was that it was the right direction for you at that time. I believe it was the right direction yeah, for you. I, I yeah, was it, the right direction. He, for you. It, I, I knew that I needed to do something, and freelancing is kind of feast or famine. Like you yeah. either work a lot or you aren't working, and so I, uh, I knew I needed to work on something, whether or not I was making money doing it. I just knew I needed to train and deepen my understanding of dance and of dance history. And um, Ken and I developed a really unique relationship uh kind of as you know student teacher master pupil whatever and uh we we trained for about three and a half months like five days a week you were like Uma Thurman and Kill Bill when she's with um and then what happened um well we then I booked center stage three out of the blue that's so major that was crazy what was the what is it what's the underneath title Center, center stage, stage three, on kids point. in the woods. No, oh, center on stage point. on point. On point. Should have been. It was originally woods. center stage dance camp, but YouTube Red <laughs> released a film called Dance Camp. Wow. So they changed uh, the no. title to Center Stage on Point. 
Right. Wow. Um, so Ken and I really saw some concrete, uh, I don't know, results after, uh, so the movie happened, was filmed in fall of 2015 in Vancouver after, right. after all this training. And that was like just a massive affirmation for me as an artist of like all of this work that I didn't know what it was leading towards. And then I booked this huge job as a freelance dancer, which was just, it was such a gift from the universe. And then Ken and I started training again a little bit in the winter. And then I went on a short tour with bad boys to Finland and Sweden. I stayed in Pontus' apartment in Sweden for four days. And then I went to a ballet competition in Latvia. Remember this? I remember this. And you won doing the Nuria? I I won doing a a Nuria variation from act one Swan Lake. And, uh, I choreographed a solo on myself. Um, he won. Yeah. And how old were you? This was when I was 23. Nailed it. You nailed it. Nailed it. And then you came back. And then I came back. And that's that was I Want You to Want Me. Because remember, right. I flew to the film premiere that June. And then, oh came, God, and then yeah. like, flew into Vancouver for nine hours. If even. Yeah. Maybe I remember like you were four like, hours from New York City. The week before tech. So I can go to the premiere. And I was like, yeah. And then I came back and like cabbed to the studio from yeah. like wow. New York plane to Vancouver, Vancouver plane to New York. Devoted cab to like come to, to, to like do my rehearsal with you queens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to put you in like a horrible releve for a long time. <laughs> oh my god, the cast. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh wow. And then the movie came out, and then the movie came out, and then I did. Uh, an American in Paris. And then you after did that. free classes. Free classes. Yeah, um, you got that free voice training. I got well, so they I gave used you I used training. the money from the movie to pay for all of my vocal lessons. I thought they leading gave you up that to, to the free. audition. They gave me free lessons after I booked it. So they, I, I booked it. it in February. Right. And Lauren and I met at the American in Paris audition. Oh wow. She's yes. auditioning? She got offered the lead on Broadway and then oh. turned it down to choreograph at New York City Ballet. Oh, interesting. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Things we don't know. Things you hey, know. Hey, Lauren. Hi, baby. Um, uh, and, then you, and then you guys met and you're like, I like you. That, yes, definitely. Uh-huh. I was um, steadfast in my pursuit. <laughs> Incredible. Um, they gave me free vocal lessons right. after... The audition, but I took about I, I I took a lot of vocal lessons because they had expressed interest in auditioning me for Jerry, right? Uh, and I had never sang a day in my life. Um, I talked about you very, you know, Garen Scribner's in my Gary. new piece, and we Gary. talked about you, and and I in our first rehearsal, it was just me and Garen, and we talked about how incredible you are <sighs> and how much we love you. He was such so I got cast as the understudy for Jerry yeah. for the national tour, and. Um, I got to do it in LA. I got to I got thrown on with fifteen minutes notice yeah. after six months on the road. Yeah, uh, and Garen couldn't have been more of a joy to understudy, and uh, his alternate Ryan Steele was also like working with those two on that same part and being an understudy. Like uh, it was the first time I think I was an understudy, and it's a difficult part to be in just as like managing your expectations, Ugh. being in the ensemble eight shows a week, and then. Rehearsing yeah. three or four days a week, Never. couldn't on no. top of eight shows no. No. for the lead. Mm-mm. They made it um, really worth it and, and an experience to be thankful for and, and something that I learned a lot from. Um, but I got to go on, which was super super awesome. I came back from American in Paris from an American in Paris, and uh, 
Rasta Thomas tore his calf, and he was cast in a principal part in Encore's presentation of the Golden Apple at City oh, Center. right. And then you did that, and you so were, like, in that video for the New York in, Times. Yeah, the New York Times it. did a little feature. Uh, I, I, you guys, you, if you don't know, if you haven't seen Barton Cabaret <laughs> dance, um, well, you can Vimeo the show we did together called I Want You to Want Me, but you can also just Google it and see this. He can really do it all. Yeah. You've really got it all. And the, then you've been back, and you and Lauren have been choreographed Lauren like, and I, I got to together. ballet master a piece that she made in Veil. You um, got to tap dance with Angela Michelle. Through. I got to tap dance with Michelle Dorrance. Genius. With Michelle Dorrance, that makes sense. Thank you, Damien Wetzel. Thank you. Um, I He doesn't listen. I know, it's okay. <laughs> uh, I danced he with might. I don't know. Pontus and Lauren Lataro at Fireland Dance Festival this summer. Um, and then I just joined the cast of Shaping Sound. Right. And are you guys um, going Travis Wall? And are you guys going back on tour? Is that what you yes. said before? So started? I did uh, October to mid November and uh-huh. then I'm going out again January to mid February. We're coming to New Jersey. January twenty eighth. <laughs> what where in New Jersey? Uh NJ Pack. New Jersey Newark. Performing Arts Center in okay. New York. Yeah. Right. Have you guys done a New York City one? Uh they did it in Brooklyn in June. I went and saw oh. the show. Okay. I was enamored. I messaged Travis on Instagram. I was he didn't like, even that know show him. was he amazing. said, I like your show. I'd love to dance for you. If really? And, and, you know, and, then, and that's all it would take. Because all you would have to do is, like, look at what Barton can do and be like, I can't believe this person messaged me. Just type his name in the Google. Um, <laughs> wow, wow, wow. So you're going back on tour with them. Yes. Um, what And when does that tour start? January 2nd. So you have this mo- So, but you're in town right now. So I'm getting yeah. to see you. Reed's getting to see Thank you. Goodness. You and Lauren are having a Christmas moment. Yes, we are. You're going to visit your family. Season. Yes. For when are you guys here for Christmas? Um. So I'll be going back home for New Year's. Yes. Yeah, so we're here for Christmas. What and are you then- guys going to do for Christmas? We're spending it in the apartment. We have our decorations uh-huh. up and a bunch of gifts under the tree. And I had a Christmas um, hummus. With then Martin I think we're the gonna. Yeah, we did. It was and then lovely. we walked through the Christmas. We did the- uh, Columbus Circle Christmas Market. So, normally, something that is a full nightmare for me, but uh-huh. it was actually and really fun. Because you were with Barton. I was with Barton and Lauren, and we looked at all the tchotchkes. And all Barton of the just trinkets. made it wonderful. So many trinkets. Trinket, trinket, trinket. Well, we walked in, They were Lauren was looking for a gift for someone, people from... Can I say that? People from... People from New York City Ballet. Right. <laughs> and... Um, I wanted it to be a kitty cat, and I was like, I bet we're going to find a glass kitty cat. And we looked at, like, pretty much every booth until we finally, like, the the last one that we found was... And I can just picture it, because I just can picture how Barton would make it wonderful. Barton, I feel like you're going to be the best dad. Oh, wow. I just, you know what I mean? Like, I just can really, well, also having seen... If I am, it's thanks to my dad. Oh, I thought you were going to say us. Oh, no. I am a to you. I don't know. I thought you were going to say if you are, it's thanks to your mom. Oh, it's definitely thanks to her, too. Like, I, I owe it. I owe But, like, it's seeing the Insta... I remember, like, you would it post these the Instagram Shout out to the videos of you with your nephews where you would, like, make them, like, a dive so hard onto their bed. And there yep. was this one where he, like, his nephew dives so hard onto the bed that the full curtain rod down. comes down and, like, and I shot it kind of, like, motion destroys too. the room. And the, <laughs> the tag under it of Bart was like, sorry, Aunt Buffy, I'll fix it later. It's, yeah. like, on the, I mean... I one time was doing flips uh, on a bed at, like, a with friend's Jenna? house. No, when oh. I was a kid. Uh-huh. Well, that too, but when I was a little kid, I was doing flips on the bed at, like, not my house, not, a, like, friends of the family, and I, I kicked a hole in the wall. Work. Right, through the drywall, through, like, wallpaper drywall. Uh, work? How old were you? Probably eight. Five. Uh-huh. Yeah. Eight. Uh-huh. It wasn't great. 
And I was felt really embarrassed, but was, they were really kind about it. Well, can you imagine someone being mean to you as a child when you'd be like, yeah, we're gonna take a quick break, actually. Let's take a quick break. I want to, I realize we've been crying for an hour. Barton has to pee, I have to pee, and then we're gonna come back. Okay, we're back. Everyone peed. I've used my inhalers. Cough. You coughed. I coughed. Barton I'm laughed. Healthy. You're always <laughs> healthy. For long. I'm a vegan. Um, yeah. Well, we all know I mean, that. Yeah, Barton. that's a good thing. That's a good thing to talk yeah. about, right? Yeah. Well, I think it's really. I try to not eat meat all the time. I eat meat rarely. Um, I, I had an acupuncturist on there. I had to do it for my blood. So yeah. I was like, that's okay. What, I, I became a vegan because Lauren's acupuncturist told her to become a vegan. So she did. Mm-hmm. And in turn, I decided to make the switch. And it's maybe the best thing I've ever done. That's good. Yeah. Some body types it's really right for. It's I was right a vegetarian for, for 15 years. Although I do years. feel skin tea. Honey, you are bones. He needed to come down to my level. And <laughs> it's really, I know, it's true. I can really make another show for the two of you where it's just called um, Bones Dance. Bones. bones. Um, it's <laughs> really bones. kind of bones and bones. Yeah. Mm, um, like so, uh, so we're back. What's happening for you in the new year, Barton? Uh, so the Shaping Sound tour is happening, mm-hmm. and then I will be dancing with Lar Lubavitch again in Yay. April, which I am overjoyed about. It's been far too long, and the scheduling conflicts have been far too many yeah, over the past several years. So, friend uh, of the show. I'll be dancing in men's stories with Lar Lubavitch at his joy season. For his 50th. 50th anniversary. Anniversary. Mm-hmm. That's so great. Did you hear our did you hear our episode with him? Of course I did. I listened to the entire That's thing so and it lovely. like star. I, I love you. I Lar. listened to it at the gym and like there's nothing like being brought to tears on the lap pull down machine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, You're I cried like to three tears. times. Yes, in that ep- from what? Lar talks. Yes, you just—he's mm. so profound, and yeah. I don't know. You can just hear the appreciation in the voices yeah. during that episode. Yeah. I'm easily brought to tears. So, Beauty and uh, the Beast, you guys. Beauty and the Beast. Uh, um, I what are what are our New Year's? Wish- I mean, I've already said what my New Year's wish is, which is that all straight white men become like Barton. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind, generous, open, aware of um, taking care of others, uh, being supportive and um, wonderful, mm-hmm. just, honest. This These are all words? traits I think of when I think of Barton. Aha. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I was like, Jack's doing a word list that's for New Year's. Mm-hmm. That's a love. That's a yeah. long list. Well, it's you, I'm and, and you're many, many more of those. What's your New Year's wish, Reed? Uh, my New Year's wish is to not have this cough, Avon. And uh, my New Year's wish is to have very little stress in my work and mm. enjoy it. Mm. And my New Year's wish is that um, that they have like a party for all of the. Um, hideous, misogynist, racist, white, Republican men at the White House, and it gets bombed that night. <laughs> That's another New Year's wish. Spark. That pairs well with my wish. And Barton, well, yeah. what's your New Year's wish? That's a good question. You know, I, I saw a post the other day that said that, you know, 2016 was the caterpillar and 2017 was the cocoon, so I'm hoping next year is more of a butterfly uh, mm-hmm. and that we, we see some positive trends in, in the world and... Uh, I hope that there's a lot of dance jobs in the new year. Um, and 
plenty of love and happiness to go around. Nothing too specific, I suppose. Uh, I haven't worked different. on my New Year's list yet. I feel I'm like more present. sometimes, Barton, it's almost like different. having an old school Hollywood actress uh, with you. That's like, I really, I kind of feel like you could, you're like a Princess Peace Grace of Monaco. <laughs> you know, and I was just wishing for love and happiness yeah. all around. I actually want to change mine because... I know, you can keep what you had and you can add on to I'm it. adding. I don't want them all to die at once. I want them all to get extremely humiliated and put in prison. Mm. Yeah, that's it. Mm. That's better. I can get more on board with that as yeah. opposed mm. to mass murder. Right, because mm. if they were mass murdered, people would like, feel bad. I would, yeah, I would preach more It turns them into a martyr. Disgusting. Well, I mean, also, I think that they would have to do work. You know, to work to help remedy what they've done would be... Oh, you mean like orange jumpsuits and sticks on the side of the road? Well, I was... I'm sure. But I also like having them, like, work to help plan um, better... uh, You know, this whole thing with the the Children's Health Fund Uh that they didn't renew, this is... I want them to have to work to get that renewed. I want them to work to actually help um, there be appropriate public transportation so trains aren't derailing you know it's right. when we look at what's going on with the problems of our infrastructure it's because of these tax breaks going to the rich and not into our infrastructure so i want them to work to fix no, that well what are your new year's wishes i said what my new year's yeah. wishes oh, it's, it's for it's for no. all straight white men oh, the come like Barton. The yeah. one, it, one thought that's brought me a lot of comfort through this awful political we're climate, all dying. Mm-hmm. is, like is that, uh, you know, it, it's, it's not the worst that it's ever been in our history. And a lot of True. people, I think, react with anxiety to headlines and to the news that it's the worst it's ever been, and it's not. You know, this country used to have slavery and women couldn't vote, so right. it's not the worst it's ever been. Not and, to mention, and like, that, just when people first came here and killed yeah, everyone and living here. Was, and, well, yeah, well, that's when America was great. Yeah, mass, mass <laughs> yeah, genocide. Yeah. Right, that's what you're talking population. about when so, said make America great. I, I think that even though it's shitty right now, uh, we've been through worse, and that thought has brought me great comfort. And so I think going into the new year, I, I'll carry that with me and uh, use it to continue to build. Will you run for president? Can you imagine? <laughs> I'd vote for her. Um, <laughs> they would um, hear him talk. Oh, no, they'd be like, what? Like, I know. Check. Justin Trudeau would be like, damn. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, that guy's way hotter than me. I, I can't wait to like have a close photo with him like I did with Obama. What mm. I'll, I'll also add in, if should you be listening and wondering about any comfort, it was comforting for me to uh, look back at Italy's history and Berlusconi, who was their prime minister, who was this media mogul who didn't divest himself of any of his it's the same like just total corruption mm-hmm. bought election and uh you know and tons of uh, sex scandals just like just our current person like the duplicate of our situation yeah, our, our current rapist in office um so yeah i think you know there's contraction and then there's release ah, yes that's a great as way to put it. as martha would say and that's also Visual. a spiritual <laughs> paradigm mm-hmm. contraction and then release the birthing barton we love you so much i love you both oh my god we gosh. love you and jeremy so so and jeremy, jeremy we love you too oh my gosh. we love jeremy so much well jeremy is the one who we love the most jeremy makes this podcast happen i there's no podcast without Jeremy. This podcast would not happen Jeremy. without Jeremy. Um, Jack and I are helpless children. Completely. Jeremy knows how to do things. When people wrote and they were like, this doesn't sound good, he figured it out. He 
he made it sound good. I want you all to take a gander at our website. You won't even believe it. I don't believe it. Yeah. It exists without... We have a website that has everyone alphabetically ordered their headshot, photos. their bio. I have, I have no idea how it was made. It exists. Every single photo we have, our Instagram account, our Facebook account. It's incredible. He, Jeremy does all of that. And he also spends a, a few hours editing this together, putting sound. He makes the music, if we For have original free. music in it. Aww. Yeah. That in our last episode, that recording of them play of someone playing that Christmas song tragically, and then the train I know, coming. The saxophone cracking. That everywhere. was amazing. That was great. Um, I, I, again, a, a big thanks to Lindsay Mack uh, of Ugh. Wild Soul Healing for being our first patron or our first sponsor. And I, I just want to put it out there that if you want to contribute to this podcast, it's going to go directly to Jeremy to continue to make it be what it is. He's yes. really. Until we reach the Incredible. 50, 000 mark, and then Jack and I will get bonuses. Yeah, yeah, at, at that. Yeah. So a huge, a huge end of your gratitude to her, um, Jeremy, my prince, my queen. And now, read, let's read our, um, our, um, oh we got, yeah, yeah, we have... We have. I thought um, you were gonna say let's read. So um, was the night before Christmas. So I'm going to um, read the. We got a couple emails. I'm going to keep them anonymous um, because I'm not going to say who they're. Because these are, I think, if someone sends us a personal email, we can keep that anonymous. Because on iTunes, it's not someone's name. I'm going to read this one, and then you read this one. Okay. This one says. Uh, thank you so much for your work on this podcast. It's so fun to hear your conversations, and I adore the opportunity to learn and hear stories from so many artists in our field. I'm catching up on all the episodes from both ends, newest and oldest, and working my way to the middle. I've especially loved talks with Lara, Larissa, Beth, Heather, but they're all so good. I've gone back on occasion here Reed's description of the whipped cream costumes for a smile and a stir of the imagination, LOL. Thanks again, and see, hear you around. XOXO. This one says, Hi, Reed and Jack. I want to tell you how much I love your podcast. I look forward to every episode. I'm not a dance person precisely, but Wagandas has made That's me... That's what's going on with dance and stuff. Wagandas <laughs> has made me so much more active in no seeing live in performances. <laughs> Wagandas has made me so much more active in seeing live performances and enjoy living in New York even more. I love performance art, and that may be why I just loved the Dynasty handbag interview. It's amazing. Specifically, I was so relieved to hear you all share your thoughts about Jay-Z and drunk, drunken love. I thought I was the only person who thought it was so inappropriate and strange. Like, how could Beyonce allow these verses in her song? That song is everywhere, and I cringe every time it gets to that part. Thanks for talking about it. You bet. Additionally, I work for a podcast company, so I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I can say with authority... They have the best theme song of anything being produced oh, right now. Oh, I well, love thank you. that. Thank, thank you, you so Jacobi, much. Drew Jacoby, who is instrumental in writing that song. That, um, I don't know what the last... We have a, a bunch of reviews that I don't know which one... No, well, the, you can see the date. October, October, December. This is the only new one. Okay. Currently binge listening to this. Five stars. You read it. Uh... Hilarious banter glides into thoughtful analysis of dance and stuff. Glad to have this little window into what's happening in dance now. Many outlets provide current happenings in ballet, but it's harder to find insight into dance outside of that realm. Oh, wow. Thank, Thank you, you. Jamel Schuler. 
Thank you. Well, we we do love talking about things outside of ballet, especially stuff like movies. That's pretty much all. Um, well, what's gonna so what's gonna happen is, Reed, are you going away for Christmas? You're gonna see your mom. I'm gonna go find mom. Go find mom. Go see my mom for two days. Uh huh. And then what are you gonna do for New Year's? I'll be here. Okay. Well, we'll exchange voice memos. I'll be in Brazil. I'll be in Sao Paulo for Jamie and JP's wedding. And um, and gone for a long time. I'm going to live on the 28th and get back on January 9th. Just in time for APAP. Wow. Are we going to have to do two voice memo episodes? I don't know what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to do... I'm going to do a voice memo episode. And then when we come back for APAP, we'll find a time in the day. Okay. 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 <laughs> well, everyone, we wish you a very happy new year. Um, don't be, don't be amateur hour about it. You know what I mean? No, I don't. I, I mean, don't like get boozy. And I remember one New oh. Year's, I was in a car and, you know, it was after midnight and we were going down the street and I, it looked like I was in a zombie film. There was a woman in a nighty stumbling around uh, on yeah, Eric yeah, yeah. Street and, and like one high heel laughing and screaming with like runny eye makeup. I mean, I live. Fun. Yeah. In this way, but also like, girl, come on. It's January. Like... Don't, I, I just want to put it out there that you can definitely get wasted and keep it cool and, um, and kiss whoever you want. Unless you're sick. Oh, it's oh. true. I know, Reed, you got to get better. <sighs> so, okay, so, so bonus, Barton has brought us Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. yes. And Oh, Barton and Lauren. We're going to have her on. Oh, what? Wait, I want wait, this wait, one. Wait, wait. Okay, you can open that one. It's huge. <gasps> this one has beads and Ooh. lace. Lastly, we just have a cute bag from Monica Monica Richko Richko san I don't know who that is. Um, the black beaded thing on that, I don't know that's who's going to get what. <gasps> so that's a gift in itself. Wow. That's a necklace? Yes. Wait, here. Hold them. Here, we're going to hold them. Barton, come here. <gasps> this is amazing. Mm. I'm unclasping this beautiful necklace, which will you be hold that Jack's choker for Brazil, which makes a lot of <laughs> like sense. New Year's choker. <gasps> this is <gasps> what this candle is. Majeure. It looks like a whirlwind. Yeah, wow, and I think it's really it, good. It's one of those that kind of uh, the wax melts in a very fancy way. <gasps> Look oh, at that choker. Like and then spiral. That is a black goth choker. We figured a, a black goth choker would be good. <laughs> I always That's see no in like films and commercials and what have you, women putting on necklaces in an instant. Like the, the clasp is so natural for them. Can we turn around? No! I'll just bow my head. Truly down. so difficult to clasp such you tiny did it. things. Beautiful, Jack. You look like um <gasps> It's Princess <gasps> Margaret? No, you look like, like the woman who has the ribbon. And she takes the ribbon. Oh god. As soon as you went to be like you look like the story of that. Oh woman. wait, there's another present. Okay, you open it. It's, it's tiny. a beautiful it's little tiny. box. Oh, oh it's an oil. What is it? It's Jennifer. Oh my god. Smells like Jack. That's what Jack smell. Reed, I guess that means you get the candle. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These were definitely for me. <laughs> this one is going to be for you. Barton, you gave us gifts. We love you so much. Well, it's the gi- it's the season of giving. It oh, is the season of giving and you are you are the gift that keeps giving of kindness. We love you. Oh, Happy we're Christmas. all hugging. Happy That's Monica. what's happening right now. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy New Year. Make this lovely. New Year great. Be kind. 
Give, give, give. Go to the doctor. Go to the dentist.